Hey guys, and welcome to the latest episode of the Startup Diary. I am Harrison Mudge, and I'm with my co-host, Adam Callow. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. If you're new to the show, this is where we share the highs, the lows, and all the learnings of what it's like to be in a small business trying to grow up to become a big one. Harry, you, I actually thought you were going to break out into song for the first time today when you did the intro. Was it the jazz hands? It was the jazz hands, the lift of the shoulders, the big energy. Um, I'm actually pretty pretty big energy myself right now, to be honest. Got a lot of caffeine in me. <laughs> Just saying it as it is. Got a lot of caffeine in me. Um, but I guess it sort of reveals behind the curtain. But I've just got off a, an interview with uh, Ryan Frederick, um, which is a, a podcast coming up in a, a future weeks. So I'm not entirely sure when this stuff gets scheduled out. But I really enjoyed that conversation, um, largely because we he's sort of on the same path as us. Like he's uh-huh. trying to share like just how hard can, it is to build a business. Can you tease who he is, what he does? Um, yeah, so serial entrepreneur, um, the, his core business that we get into now, and I guess this is why I enjoyed the show. Normally on that, we sort of dig into the business they're in, the origin story and bits like that. Whereas we didn't really talk at all about his business. It's more about how he views entrepreneurship, the advice, because he's, he's a mentor, he's part of Startup Grind, he's one of the directors mm-hmm. of the of a large network of entrepreneurs. And because he's exposed to so many people in the entrepreneurship scene, and he's seen it go from, no one using the word entrepreneurship, to, you just run a small business, yep. through to it becoming... It's the buzzword, uh, right? It's, 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 the, it's the thing to be right now. Yeah, it's sensationalized right now. Um, and because of that, he, he actually wrote a book which is largely about telling people that not everyone is made to be an entrepreneur uh, and we we spoke about that and we spoke about leadership we spoke about beating the drum within the business it was just like a really cool chat mm-hmm. um with a with a guy that communicated really clearly it's really interesting actually is i, I always come out of those interviews and give you and sam some feedback mm-hmm. and it's the first 10 minutes where i'm like be interesting if the listeners pick up on it like the first 10 minutes i'm like settling in 10 minutes into it i'm settled in i'm trying to work out how i speed that up but Great guy, really enjoyed it. I think that's just the nature of conversation, right? You're yeah, just like, you're probably. like, hey, hey, Mister New Person, um, who are you? How's it going? Yeah, and then, like once you've warmed up, you start asking questions, and then it's just the conversation flows. So. Yeah, so um, that's, why, yeah. that's why we always cut the first forty-five minutes of our show. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, coming off that, really enjoying it, um, and then why else do I feel interested? We did our live stream this morning. Like we mm-hmm. record this on a Tuesday and we, we go live into the Facebook group. If uh, Shameless plug, if you're not part of it, head over to Facebook, join the business owners group. Uh, we do a lunch and listen. listen. Uh, thank you. You can also watch. You can also watch. <laughs> um, every Tuesday, uh, we do it at midday and that's just turned out to be good fun, good uh, engagement with the community. I guess this today's was uncomfortable for me, to be honest. Yeah, uh, well, that's kind of sorry to just jump in, but that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Um, oh, you're not bringing it back up because I think <laughs> I think that, like we said on a previous episode, the the business itself is kind of quite stable right now. Things that we're doing is quite planned out, long term. So, like the day to day is fairly consistent. But it's interesting to now that we do these lunch and listens from like mine and Sam's point of view, we're hearing extra stuff that's going on in your world. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you say, there was like a air of uncomfortableness on the live stream today. Not really sure why, but you you, you were like, oh, I know. Go, go. And um, I said it on the live stream as well. I think um, I think it was important to, because I felt myself, and that's it's a, it's a new thing that I'm trying right now is when I'm speaking to people is um, 
<laughs> just tell them how you feel. Can't, weirdly, yeah. I'm not even lying. Like, um, even when I'm speaking to the wife now and there's something playing on my mind or she says something that's annoyed me or I've potentially taken the wrong way, I'd be like, the last thing you just said really annoyed me. I'm not sure if you meant it this way, but you've upset me with that comment and here's why. And like extreme mm. radical candor and transparency. So on the live stream, I could feel myself going a little bit awkward. And I think it was because I didn't realize someone was going to bring it up. Uh, like the on, topic. On the note of extreme candidness, do you think that by raising, like, for example, I'm feeling awkward right now about that question you've just asked me. Yeah. Is that... Do you raise it to move the conversation or the focus slightly more? Like, is it like a disarming technique or anything like that, or is it is it literally just to say how you feeling? The the reason that I do it um, is quite a simple one, to be honest. If you ask, if you've got me talking about a topic where I feel uncomfortable, what I want to do is talk about the topic in an honest, transparent way. When I'm uncomfortable with something or I don't know an answer or I want to think about it, I think, let's take a, a really basic example. You ask me a question and I want to give you an answer because people don't like long pauses. If you look at people like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, even when they're on stage, mm. is they get asked a question and they're, they're more than happy to sit there for 10, 15, 20 seconds and think about the mm. answer. They're happy to, air quote, be uncomfortable to answer the question. When I, when I say, like, let me have a think about it or to the extreme, I feel uncomfortable now, it's because I don't want my brain to be thinking you're uncomfortable, you're uncomfortable, you're uncomfortable. And when I verbalize it, I kind of get it out of my head because it's okay. like, then it's common knowledge and then I can start to actually process the question. Okay. It's not to move on, it's just to really get it out of the front of your head so you can think about what you're actually trying to communicate and go through. I think it makes communication mm. easier for me. Yeah, I, it, that just sounds like a personal preference then to verbalize it. Yeah. Because I, th I think I would maybe not quite literally say, mm, I feel uncomfortable with that question. Let me have a minute to think. I'd, but I'd probably be like, oh, that's a really difficult question. Mm -hmm. And then just sit there and think about it <laughs> or leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, it's a new one for me as well. Mm -hmm. I actually started doing it uh, in board meetings because I would have a tendency to get asked a question and feel like I needed to have the answer. Um, whereas even now, like hopefully like I'm, I'm trying to develop my communication skills is um, when I get asked the question now, I actually, because I want to think about it. It sounds obvious, but, uh, but when you're around people where you feel like you need to have the answer and that might be your team. So as a CEO, the team expect you to have an answer. Um, and more than ever, I'm, I've always been the person, especially in meetings with clients when they say something I don't understand, I'll, I'll say, I don't really know what you're talking about. Um, but with the board, I didn't really do that much, but I, I do that now. Um, and when they ask me a question, um, I'll just be like, that's a really good question. Just give me a minute just to think about it. I had a phone call with a, um, a venture capitalist this morning that's looking in the construction space and wanted to learn more about expert trades. And they asked me a couple of tough questions. And I was like, that's a really, really good question. I'm just going to need a minute. And I, I'm on a Zoom call and I'm like 30, 40 seconds, which feels like eternity mm. uh, to compose my answer. Um, but there, But hopefully you should come back with an answer and not feel like you're rambling then, right? Because exactly the, the alternative is I good question. So let me just start talking about the subject and the question that you just asked me. And yep. I don't really know where I'm going, but I'm going to start bringing things up. And then I've gone on a tangent. And what was the question again? Yeah, yeah. And you eventually find the way. You can spend two minutes answering something poorly compared yeah. to taking a 30-second, let me have a think about that, mm -hmm. and then answering in a, in a more succinct way. Um, so that's 
not to go off on a tangent, but that's why I am probably verbalizing what's going on in my head a little bit more. So to do a bit of a, a, a cliff note summary of what you were saying, it was more along the lines of, or what I heard today was that you just feel, call it idle hands if it was that. Like you've, there's, a, there's an element of, I should be doing more and more and more all the time, but because of everything that's gone on and the focus in the business and things like that, you're not having to be as involved in the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. So like there's teams, there's task forces working on different things and you are there for like the initial setup meetings for those teams and then now you just kind of check in and go, how's it going, guys? And it's like, yeah, we're all good. <laughs> and So it's like, huh, what do I do? Yeah, so if you think about what's happened over the last, I think it's like four and a half months now, five months with COVID. Um, Heading into the end of our financial year and COVID just hit the markets, everything was on fire Mm -hmm. around us. Like there was, we have to to reevaluate. And the listeners of the show will know a couple of tough weeks. Then it was, what can we influence? This is the cycle that we went through. Then it's like, what can we influence and what, what, what is actually within our control? So then we spent four or five weeks one, me, and two, in partnership with the team, building out a strategy that we were all happy with. So then we rolled that out uh, with OKRs for a 90-day period. So um, May, June, July being the start of our financial year, first quarter. So there was a tremendous amount of work doing output mm-hmm. um, in the business for what felt like a good 10 weeks, like strategy, putting out fires, working out where we are when COVID hit. 10 weeks of just nonstop working out what is the lay of land, what do we need to do, how do we stay alive. And then all of a sudden when we rolled out the OKRs and we spent probably two weeks rolling out the OKRs, everyone was comfortable, we got into the habits of how we report them and bits like that. I then at that point felt like, huh, the level of output that I was achieving, and I use output in air quotes, the level of output that I was achieving over the last three months made me feel like I was achieving like every day, Mm -hmm. every day, every day, like moving forward. And then I kind of had this feeling over the last four to six weeks, which is I don't feel like I've been as productive, air quotes, productive, um, compared to the, 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 the 10 weeks where we were planning and building the strategy. So what that, what that's done for me is create, to your term, like idle hands. I'm like, okay, so I know what I, I the business is trying to achieve. And because I'm doing more supporting the team, mm-hmm. moving roadblocks out the way, trying to push the team to do things that they don't even think they're capable of within the timeframes that we're working to, and starting to build task forces and communication channels for brands, it kind of feels like I'm playing chess more compared to being one of the chess pieces uh, is a random analogy that I just thought of because it's sort of like I'm moving the pieces around the board when I'm, I'm in my head I'm not normally like one of the pieces on the, on the actual chessboard. yeah but that's and I said this on the stream but that's that's kind of the transition right rather than being boots on the ground on the front line mm-hmm. in the day to day you should be leveling up to the CEO position where you're not focused on on the minutiae that's going on in the business you think you think high concept you go in for those big meetings and bring in the task forces and we execute like with tool talk where there's a t- you were you're you jump in and still give your contributions because obviously you're still sort of there's still deciding. a vision there's still a vision yeah, piece exactly. that's needed but you're you're then not needed for any like asset creation websites landing mm-hmm. page all, all this jazz that w- that we're getting on with on the day-to-day so uh agree but i think I guess if COVID didn't hit and we were where we were, I'd be feeling like 
super pumped. Like, cool. I have elevated myself to where I need to be within the business. Focus on vision, mm. focus on strategy. I think it's the, I think it's the fact that it all came from like in a space where the world still feels like it's not settled. I feel more settled in the business than I've ever been, and I think that creates a sense of nervousness. Like, why do I feel like this? Should do you I think? Like this? Do you think that it's because, because obviously, obviously everything that's going on right now, mm-hmm. it's almost like we shouldn't be relaxed right now. We shouldn't be comfortable. Maybe where, that's a great yeah. observation. So it's like. The fact that you're feeling comfortable in the business at any other time would be fantastic. But because right now there's a pandemic and a global crisis or whatever, now's not the time to be being relaxed. It's a fantastic observation. Uh, There has never been a point where I've got got the best relationship I have with my kids in the last three months. Mm -hmm. Um, Me and the wife are stronger than ever. Uh, I feel like the team is uh, happy and productive. Um, And it's it's like this contradiction with what's going on in the world. And it's like, and Sam said, it feels like guilt, Adam, the way that you're speaking about it. To be honest, maybe it is. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because we have got the company and the people in a position where we know where we're going. And it hasn't been easy because we've changed a lot in the business and we've productized a lot of what, we've done a lot of stuff in the last 12 weeks that I haven't really looked back and reflected on and said that this, what we're, what we're taking advantage of now is a benefit of the hard work for the last 12 weeks and applying our strategy. But I think you're right. Like I come into the, I work out every morning, I get to the office, I feel good. Um, I'm, I'm exercising more than I ever have. My health is better. And it's that point. It's like, I feel like I should, there should be a target on my head and I should be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like that, cause that's how everything else feels like it should be when you read the news and all this. Um, so it's, it's a great observation. And I think I'm, I think there's a, um, I'm trying to pause at the thought what you said mm. earlier. I'm trying to like, I haven't thought about it that way, but it could but be, it, it could be bang on because I am feeling more comfortable now when in theory, everyone around me is feeling the most uncomfortable they've felt. Yeah, and like not to take that away from people that are feeling it because like, and I said this to Emmy actually, is we're, because a friend of mine, um, uh, the business he works for, they're shutting down a whole department. So he's losing his job in 12 weeks time. Mm -hmm. So that's really shit. Yeah. So we are in a very fortunate position. So it's not to take away from people that are struggling right now, but you've got to remember that if we, if we, if people are doing well or doing better or been able to use this as an opportunity to reflect and improve the business, then mm-hmm. you shouldn't feel bad for you taking advantage of the situation and coming out the other side, hopefully stronger and better if possible. Yeah. This is probably the only time since getting the tattoo that it's ever meant anything to me. So on my arm, one of the first tattoos that I have, and you can't see it cause I tried to like hide it in my full sleeve that I have. <laughs> this sort of like echoes what we're going through right now. It says train hard, fight easy. And it's sort of what we did. Mm. Like we, we put 12 weeks of unbelievable graft with sleepless nights, with trying to get ahead of where we, and it wasn't just from a company perspective, it was from a mental and physical perspective. We, 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 I had to one lead the company two lead the team. And there was a tremendous amount of work and the whole team showed more grit than they ever have. And super proud of that. And I think what we're benefiting from now is all that hard work. Mm. Um, yeah, I think your observations like bang on. I think it's a really interesting point. Uh, and I'm trying to work out, apart from just having people listening to our conversation right now, because this is probably more helpful for me than the listeners. From, <laughs> I think you just dropped some real fucking gems on this, which is why people love love the, the pair of us on the show, because uh, there's that uh, sounding board and bouncing act is, 
I'd probably say I actually don't have a, a way to wrap this up in a way that's valuable for the listeners apart from yeah I don't I need to comprehend it like you've mm. you've you've made me realize something about myself to like how I'm feeling which I need to probably process a little bit do you want to take a minute and see if there's something you can <laughs> give the listeners a let's a, do that for the first time like just give me a couple of minutes and maybe you just cut the audio with the power out. of editing <laughs> Okay, so uh, how long has it been? I don't know, um, realistically. It's, uh, 15, 25, like, yeah, 30 seconds. It's amazing what, just, <laughs> I'm sort of pulling this around to what we spoke about at the top of the show. It's amazing what just 30 seconds of thinking about something can do because otherwise we probably could have rambled for another 15 minutes on the podcast. I guess the pull it full circle for me is in the last couple of weeks, I've had some amazing interviews with guests on the show that are coming up on the future weeks. And two of them are standing out. Um, one of them was uh, with Ryan today, uh, and he said, "There's a there's a there's some physics involved. There's an actual formula, but to to put the headline on it, it's when you put your foot on the gas. When you take your foot off the gas, it's much harder to then reapply. So I'm just hold that thought and pause it there. Mm-hmm. And then um, I cannot remember the chap's name, which is terrible because I had an hour with him on the mics." But one of the guys I was speaking to is a coach and he spoke about moving your comfort zone with you. So he says, people don't like to get out of their comfort zone. He says, so whatever makes you feel comfortable, move into it and make that your new comfort zone. So when I put those two thoughts together, where I'm going to right now is it feels like we are benefiting from the training hard and we're now fighting easier. As my job as a CEO, it's what training do I need to be doing now to allow us to have a easier Q2 and then start to repeat this cycle. I do not expect the fact that we can apply the same amount of level because we were at 150%. Mm-hmm. So for people listening, it's understand that your company, here's what I'm understanding. I'm not telling you what to understand. I'm understanding that my company is going to go in ebbs and flows of high output, process building, to scaling, thinking, strategy, vision. The two things go hand in hand. And I guess the reason that I felt uncomfortable on the live stream this morning is because today and the last two to three weeks when I'm reflecting on my journal, I don't feel like I've had as much output as I should have done. Don't just look back at a week or two at a time. Because mm-hmm. if I look back over a longer window, which you just made me do, it's, hold on, like in the last six months, I've done more than I've mm-hmm. ever done yeah. within this business. And that's the little light bulb moment is don't judge yourself on a day-by-day basis. Like understand where you're going to and I guess just try and get your judgment completely out of your head. Like deal with what you've got to do today to the best of your ability and then wake up and do the same thing tomorrow. Listen to a podcast the other day, and it says, I try and get better every day, because imagine what the outcome will be after 20 years. Mm. And that stuck with me. I'm like, if you just get a little bit better every day, uh, and I guess not to go on a complete tangent, but I'm starting to look into like Ryan Holidays. He's got a, a great podcast I'm enjoying called The the Daily Stoic. And it sounded dead fluffy to me, um, but a lot of the stuff is resonating with me right now, so I'm probably going to bring that up on the future shows. So... Um, yeah, I'd say don't judge yourself on a day-by-day, week-by-week, which is what I do a lot when it comes to fitness, 
you know what I'm like. It's black or white. If I miss yeah. the goal, uh, <laughs> you, you used to say to me like, are you, "Like, have you fell off the wagon?" No, I've ran away from the wagon and blew the fucking wagon up. <laughs> like, that's how far I fall off the wagon when I fall off. Um, but I think I'm learning, and I say I think I'm learning. It's literally like in the last six hours with what we've done today. I've got to not judge myself on such a short time frame. Mm. That's probably what my key learning is today. Don't be so judgmental and have binary wins and losses on a day-to-day basis. Look at a more macro. And don't just look at it on a business perspective because if you look at all the things that matter to me in my life, they're all doing great. Relationships, family, business, in a really good place. So I guess I've just got to learn to take a more macro view. That's That's probably what I want to leave it with. Okay, we okay, cool. We'll leave it there, uh, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, don't forget, you can tune in to our live lunch and listens over in the Facebook group. On top of that, <laughs> I did pause because you came keen at the microphone because <laughs> I went back. And then when you said the Facebook group, I also want to, um, I guess, just mention something new that we're launching. Um, so what we've kind of got into the habit of when we get round, we're starting to talk about some of the stuff that we're reading and learning and doing, some of the creative that we're watching. Um, So we wanted to basically create a book club. So the idea is really simple, is um, in the Facebook group, we're going to put a poll up and we're going to vote on a specific book. And everyone that wants to take part, jump into the Facebook group, vote on it, contribute, and then we'll decide on a book. And then we'll all have the month to read the book and then we'll jump on a live stream and talk about that book. Um, so by the time that you listen to this, the first poll should be in the group. Nice. Uh, and we'll at least wait. When does this go live, H, next Monday? This will be live Monday. Cool. So when this goes live tomorrow, um, we will have a live stream where we're talking about the first book choice. So the day, if you listen to this on day one, jump into Facebook, search the business owners group, contribute, join the book club. Uh, and it's just our way just to share some knowledge and build some relationships, most importantly, with the rest of the community. Cool. And if you want to get in touch with any of us, you can email startupdiary at nbs.fm. He came to the mic again. <laughs> <laughs> I purely did it just to throw you. Stay well, guys. Speak to you soon. <laughs>